Prepare to enter the Earth Tree. Previously on Earthship Radio. Bro, my girl wants it tonight. Please give me a noodle, bro. I need a noodle. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in an alleyway. I need limp dick, bro, please. And so a Judas cradle is where you put the baby in it for its very first night, and in the middle of the night, it drops out the bottom with spikes, slaughtering your baby. <laughs> it sounds like a wrestler That's move. The Judas cradle. He gave him the Judas cradle. <laughs> 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 right? It's like a freaking wrestle move. It's like this pyramid-y kind of shaped object that comes to like a definitive point on a stick. And they would just, you know, they would insert it in you and like <gasps> make you just like slowly rip like for days. <laughs> like no. for days they would stick you on it and you would just be... No! Oh, <laughs> I no. told you I didn't want to talk about it. You missed away. It's a stick. It go it with like a like a pyramid it's sort of thing on on the top. It would go in the vagina or the anus, and they would insert oh it in you, and you'd God. be slowly ripped out. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Why I told you guys. Oh. I told you. Well, you know what? Oh God! The, the brass okay. bowl was this like hollow <laughs> brass thing that was shaped like a bowl, and I mean it was hollow. Like with okay. horns, and they, and like they the, threw you in it. Yeah. So like Wall Street bowl, like a big bowl. Yes actually so um it oh. had a little hatch and they threw you in it and they shut the hatch and you're locked in it and then they lit a fire underneath it oh my wait they put you in a golden bull yeah and you basically bake yeah you bake they, they light a fire underneath it and the reason it was shaped like a bull was for whatever reason like they had holes like in the nose cut out and for whatever reason the science or whatever behind your screams made it sound like like a bull's kind of like grunt you know that noise that they make oh, and it was like a form of entertainment no. for this one like emperor that's fucked up no way <laughs> this is real yeah oh no are you receiving my transmission or am i speaking to myself Lord, welcome to the undisclosed location of nowhere we broadcast for you Did you know that France's last, okay, the last method of execution by guillotine, governmentally issued, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, like, like terroristy kind of shit. Like yeah, not, yeah, not, like, not like ISIS, not like, I, like ISIS, but like the last beheading. method. That's a fucking yeah, beheading. Yeah, like the last government issued beheading was, like in, was in like 1980. Oh my oh, gosh. In France, yeah. Dude, that's some fucked up shit. Like by guillotine? That's like 30, yeah, that's like. 35 years ago at least if not if or it was like mid 80s but it was it was like the decade did you know that guillotine is still somewhere you know all those are somewhere in a museum yeah it's on display in a museum there's one in um like florida i think there's one in i think there's one in texas no that's really would would you if given the choice if you were going to be executed would you ever choose guillotine no that's my like that's that is my number one fear i do not like talking about beheading whatsoever (laughs) really (laughs) out of out of all this shit i've read about i've read about i can't read about beheading have you ever seen one me up i don't like have you seen one yeah and i got nauseous yeah and like i've i've 
literally i looked at a person's decapitated head and didn't bother me as much as seeing the actual i got nauseous at the actual guillotine see but i've seen i've seen like guillotines on film and stuff like that which i know are fake but i've seen a person's head come off so Mm -hmm. how uh, the only thing that i imagine that could be different from watching that versus watching somebody whose head's really getting chopped off is that you know this person's really fucking dead i mean i mean so i just like is it really well you question the pain more like how much pain did they go through in this thing before me see that's why i would want to be a guillotine no if i stick my head through there then it's just gonna happen it's going to happen i'm not going to get to see it happen i'm not going to have to suffer it's it's just going to be over. Oh, It'll just be one big down the. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Are we? Are we? Really yeah. makes me nauseous. Here, here, here. Let me, let me take okay, a drink. Okay. I'll take a drink. We've got <laughs> fans. We've got fans. We'll turn the fan on. No, but it is. It is one of those things. Like, what is like? Because it's interesting. I, I am very fascinated in. Do you go to Live Leak? I think no, please no. <laughs> it's a site that basically where you, you can know, see head CCTV. It's uh, it's where all the CCTV shit gets dumped, and so it's like the first place you'll see, you know, this fucking Dylan Roof guy getting arrested by the police dash cam. Oh, so I should it's, go to it. Yeah. It's a site like that where they have car crash videos. Like, you see, I mean, some really fucked up shit. I don't recommend people go to it if you've got a, a very sensitive stomach or anything like that. But shout out. But I, I'm like you. I have a curiosity to see things like that. Like, anytime I see plane crash victims, blah, graphic, graphic, for me, oh, automatically my instinct it. is like, oh my God, what's... what's? Yeah. I want to see something where I, where I just... I guess I'm constantly daring myself yeah. to just consume information, no matter yeah. what it is. That's why I run down the rabbit holes so, e- so easily. Is I just I want to see something that yeah. will rock my fucking world. You like ripping yeah. band-aids off? No, uh, yeah, I like I, I like I like not knowing something and the excitement of learning something new about something that I had no clue about. Right. That's what I love. Yeah. Um, but that's you know that's why. Like what? what? Should. <laughs> like what? nothing no no it was no. a plug for my favorite mystery <laughs> which is what it's a really long story though i don't know if we've run out of time or anything no sorry no yeah, i mean I if you want to if you want to be done that's fine no no no, no. Sorry, so for no, this I'm week not. on Earthship ship radio i just don't want to bring it up is, in an awkward way this is the end no we no. we no, 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 we are run good. by nobody they we are this is we, we have our own power supply here. yeah as long yeah. as we don't run out of power we're good you guys have got a few generators for this rv no no. Okay. Well, I mean, we had like a a 20-ounce a, a bottle of gasoline. Yeah, we did. I put That's some fine. in. Yeah, I mean, so it's running for a little while. Okay. What's this What's this mystery? Okay. Sorry. I've been oh, itching shit. to tell us like all night. I know. You. Oh, okay. God. I'm so, know so, you. Right. so this is the case. Hold of... on. We need another commercial break. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh. Okay. Do you want a commercial break? Do you want a second you to prepare? One? Yeah. We can give you one. Do the, does the audience want a you commercial like break? Change your I bet you they don't. They'd be yeah, pissed. Yeah, I wet them all right. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry, Eric. I know my brother is listening to this. And he's like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, Eric. Hashtag shout out, Sorry. Eric. I'm so sorry. And my <laughs> so chairs are ruined. Gwyneth, Gwyneth is not listening to this anymore. Hashtag my chairs are ruined. <laughs> Because <laughs> I pissed myself too. Let's see what the black light reveals. I know. <laughs> oh my god, it's everywhere. Ew. This looks like a goddamn crime scene. <laughs> That's so macabre. Yeah. Maddie comes out of the closet in a clown suit. And that's, uh, you know. <laughs> With the red nose. 
trying to be Santa's little helper at the same time. She's right, down Maddie. here like, what are you She's saying like, about yeah. me? Like, Maddie, it's not that time of year and you're wearing a clown suit. Santa would never accept you. How can you sleep in this RV, dude? Uh, I get by with it. It's not a big deal. Oh, well, I was talking to her. She's like oh, fucking dead yeah. asleep while we're doing this show. This yeah. RV smells. Well, she's, she's, she's passed out from the feces. <laughs> she made some feces today. The, she she went swimming in Galveston Bay. Watching her take a shit is like, uh, <laughs> she kind of does this little dance, like a tiptoe dance. You well, know? Uh, yeah, she, she wants to get as high as she can to see if she can just try and get some air. I think the music that should go with it every time she takes a deuce is... Ding, 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 Yeah, yeah. My dog kind of does a dance a lot, too. That's why we named him Tango. But when nice. he goes, he does this thing where he has to strain really hard and he looks you right in the eye. Oh, shit. He's got like a tambourine and maracas and shit. <laughs> she does that, too. She's like... Yeah. I can't stop myself. Yeah, she's so. <laughs> he likes no, to Tango, watch you, watch Tango's, him, watch Tango's you. Tango's more like, yeah, I went in the fucking neighbor's yard, even though I'm not supposed to. Now you have to come back and clean it up, you, you bitch. Have to come like pick I can't. It up. Like we have a ditch where you're supposed to do it because a ditch divides the street. Like we're on one side, there's a ditch, and there's the other side. Oh, so you're like this is where you feed. Yeah, that's like that's where yeah. So that's where we. T- that's it's like where no we man's go land. Potty, but like he. This is where you feast. He always and he goes. He goes on like the neighbor's yard of the neighbors that don't like really like us or we're not friends with them. He never know. He never goes in our friend's oh. yard to like when it give a fuck. You know. That's because, cool. He goes into someone else's yard and he just looks them. me right in the eye and he's like, "I'll make you come back here with a ziploc, you fucking idiot." Oh. Yeah. See, you know, dogs can be that way though. They they they're very smart creatures. I just mm. don't know, like. Like people's neighborly things, a dog doesn't really see it that way, yeah. though. You know, they just want to take a shit. Yeah. So Tango's just wanting some maracas, <laughs> and he's wanting to, you know, I do his little Tango. I'm the king of the I'm just seeing Jim Carrey as the mask right now. Tango Sorry, I'm sorry. What is this? What is this mystery? I forgot about it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because you haven't. You, I've, I've talked to you about this. That was the commercial break we were just doing. Okay. So now we're back. All right. So this is cue the cue the X Files theme song. This is in my... Yeah. (laughs) And that show's coming back, too. Yeah. You guys know that? Scully! That's... Scully! I wonder what the new what the new uh, uh, opening theme song not theme song theme it'll be the same. I mean, it's gonna be the same. But the, yeah. but the, they're not gonna have the same old lame oh, ass. No, no, the the music will be the same. standard yeah, definition yeah, no, no. shit. They're gonna like update the fucking X Files yeah. opening. Yeah, the song will probably be updated. I think it'd be rad if they kept the Academy format with like the. Academy I don't know, just format. the four three is Academy anyway. Um, Whatever. I mean, Academy. This, I'm sorry. This film the Academy is... No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, just giving you shit. Because you do remember things that I, you were taught in school. It's true. The Academy... I had that, I had that fault. The Academy is a group no, of people... It's good. I don't remember those kinds of things. I just wanted to make things, and I wanted to know how to make things. That's why I went to school. I didn't go to school to learn the history of things. I could no, give two I, shits. I know. And actually, that's, that's, that's what that's my no. I don't think so. I mean, that's what my, my that's what my film school got right was that, like, you you'd think that like UT Austin would be like this like renowned like film school, which is not where I went. 
and and it's not so. sorry. I have a point. I have a point. I have a point. <laughs> take a shit on it. I have a point. <laughs> the Good truth deal. is, is that at UT, from what I've heard, they make the kids talk about film theory for two years. Yeah. Film theory for two years, before you even get your hands on a fucking camera. And like my first day of class, they were like, "Here's a camera. Um, here's what we want you to do with it. Here's some guidelines. Go fuck shit up." And like I, we, we all, <laughs> go we fuck all, yourself. yeah, we all went into the world and we all got jobs. And, uh, and I mean, I'm like on a career ladder right now that I'm, I feel like I'm doing okay on and I'm happy with it. And yeah, everyone else yeah. is like, I, I, for the most part, I'm happy with it, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> I have, I have different ideas for what I could do, but right now I'm, I, I'm into what I'm learning. But anyway, the point is, is like all of us who went out there and took a camera and just fucked shit up and did things is like we all did really well because day one they were like, here's equipment, go do stuff. Yes. A, and it drives me crazy when I hear about people who went to film school and just talked about movies for two years. Because I mean, it's, I mean yeah, sure, you learn about symbolism and, and bullshit, but I mean, did you learn how to make anything? No. But I think that's the beauty of it. Like, Not there's, for two years. I mean, well, you've got, you've got a way to like... Dude, I mean, as we even do three movie goes, like learning some of the shit about these movies that I I never really paid attention to all these different elements since I've we've been doing the show. I've been learning about it. So I know there's people learning the whole backstory of filmmaking, but then I do think there's an element of you wanna just get out there and fucking make stuff. Yeah. And why 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 do people have to waste time learning someone else's Honestly, yeah. all of it's just people choosing to create something, and this became a standard. But who Be- says? You well, know? because I, there are people that do need that. You do need somebody that knows how to do something, but you also need somebody who knows what's been done before, and well, there that can then formulate the ideas of where it can go next. I that's mean, why that's kind of important. As as we. As we shot things, we learned how to break the rules. I mean, you do have to learn things That's to know, to know sure. how to break the rules, sure. But, I mean, I just think sitting around in a circle jerk, jerking off talking about, you <laughs> know, like for you. what German expressionism and blah, blah, blah did for two years doesn't make me prepared personally to, like, really go out and learn how to... Like make something, you know, like lead a crew. Make a just be bold. Just be bold. First off, I mean, I mean, let's, I mean, let's talk about just for the sake of going out and doing something, doing something the way you want to do it, for, like completely un, like filtered, not like tainted by what anyone else has taught you. Like looks good or is the right thing to do or is trendy. It's mm. important to do that because then, if you can do that for yourself, then when you run into somebody who truly has something to say and truly has something to make, you know how to make it for them. You know how yeah. to facilitate it all. That's that's very much my point in life, my, my lot in life, I feel. I mean, fuck, I mean, yes. I mean, that's the funny thing about, you know, because I was, I mean, I was telling you guys, I, I want to go do some improv classes, but it scares the shit out of me. But I know if I ever want to do certain things that I think would be fun to do you put it out there i think I, so i've got to go down the certain roads you know so but it's i mean that's the thing is like i know i'm gonna have to jump in this whole process of learning techniques and shit and that to me honestly is, i'm excited about it but i'm also kind of there's a part where i'm like eh, i just want to go and do it you know yeah but you got to learn that's just it you you can go in and play a game any way you want to but if you learn how to play if you learn how to play a game 
it, it you can get a lot out of a game. Yeah, that's how you, you win know, the game. If you know strategy of baseball and or football, you can get a lot more out of baseball and football than just you know two below touch with your family on Thanksgiving. You know that's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. that's all some people know of football, mm-hmm. but then there are people that go and learn how to play football. True. Um, so you should, dude. If you've got any any interest in going and just doing improv, you should learn a little bit about what improv is, what people do for improv, an idea, because it could blossom and spark something in your brain that you have no way of knowing at this very moment. Yes, it could even blossom. I don't want to do this, and I go home. It could. It could onion. Farm. It could onion blossom. I go back to the farm. <laughs> it could awesome blossom. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, you but I mean, mentioning you keep mentioning. Sorry, no, keep. Oh going. no, no, go on, go on. Sorry, you keep mentioning this mystery. I'm done. We, we keep. We keep. Oh me. We keep, sorry. No, no, no. Joe does. Oh, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> no, not Joe. You. <laughs> Which we're back from commercial break. <laughs> we can jump all Welcome that back. Up. Welcome back. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be what our we call our little little nugget. That's a bonus. bonus. That's our that's our nugget episode. <laughs> Too much mai tai. This tastes like a mai tai. Well, it does taste like a mai tai. Yeah. You're right. It, if it had rum in it, it would be a mai tai. It was fucking delicious. Thank you. Very good drink. Yeah, I wanted to bring spooky stories to uh, like true spooky spooky stories yeah. to the Earthship Radio for a bit. Yeah, so we need to inj- inject gather, a, a lightning lightning bolt. <laughs> they gather around the flashlight, like look, you know, yes. uplit, up, yes. <laughs> you know, giving me double chin and all that. You're like, like yeah. late nights. Yeah, like late fucking. Yeah. Better being a little sleeping. Are you afraid of up. the dark? You know, yeah. yes. like Nick at night type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. hear it. Okay. Um. So the Taman should is my uh, favorite case, case. I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. Is that a person? It's T A M A N space S H U D. It is um a Persian meaning, a Persian saying meaning it is finished. So this case that I'm talking about is either called the Taman should case or the mystery of the Summerton man. Oh, Summerton man. Summerton. He was a, he is a man. It is an unsolved case and considered to be, um, one of all Australia's like most profound mysteries of its time. Australia. Australia's. Australia. <laughs> he was found. It's uh, not a no yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to you have to imagine that everything went down with the Australian Australian accent. Australian. Australian accent. Kangaroos. I can't do it heads. the whole time. I'll lose it. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Um. <laughs> so he We're was. We're in America. Yeah, America. July Fourth. <laughs> so he was found. It, he is this. Um. Still completely unidentified man. No one knew who the fuck this... No one knows who this guy was to this day. He was this guy that was found um, on a beach December 1st, 1948. A victim? Who a knows? Victim was who found. knows? I mean, it... No, I mean, it is... It is a complete mystery. Oh. And it's, it's... I mean, it's like... It's really enticing when you when you read about it. So he, he was found on this beach, laying on the beach with his head against the seawall. And he was found like... He was found dead. Oh, okay, okay. He was found dead um, on the beach, and he found at like 6.30 a.m., um, and the police 
there are a few people who say like, oh yeah, I saw that guy like at like 1130 last night and he was just laying there just like that. He wasn't really moving. Although one person did see him extend his right arm at one point in a kind of tense manner and just drop it limply, which is now thought to be the last spasm of death. Oh God. So, um, wow. Somebody witnessed the last moment of this gentleman's someone, life. Someone supposedly did witness it. Give me a beer! Marty! Marty! Do you think he was aware that that person saw him? Um, I don't know. He was... Um, do you think he could just... be aware? At the moment in which his body is... is giving off as much energy as it possibly can in its final moments of life, do you think it would have enough energy to perceive that there's another person, another energy, a spirit there? I don't know, because that's um, there is a theory as to what killed him, and I've never experienced that manner of death, so I don't know what my... What is I don't the theory? Know what my, um, okay, so he's found um, on this beach, and he's he's found lying against it, and there's a cigarette like on his collar... Like, it was, he was smoking it, like a half-smoked cigarette, mm-hmm. and it's found on his collar, like he dropped it whenever he died. Fell out of his mouth or something? Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, witnesses say, yeah, he was just, like, laying there all night. We thought he was drunk or something. We didn't think there was anything wrong. And someone saw that last, that moment that is considered to be the last spasm of death. Yeah. And all that's found on him is um, a comb that was normally only found, like, in America. It was, like, an American brand. And I don't think things were imported as much as they mm. are now. Um, like, some juicy fruit. Um, a used, <laughs> a, like, a Whoa. used ticket. Yeah, like, they had juicy fruit back then. Where is this? This was in Australia. Sorry. Okay, yes, okay, it's right, a, right, yes, it's yeah. Australia. Okay. On, um, so, he had a Murica comb. Yeah. Um, on, I, th- I believe it was Henley <laughs> Beach. Juicy fruit. Yeah. I love juicy, <laughs> juicy fruit. fruit yeah. Juicy fruit is good. Remember That's, their song? See, they have, like, a song. Like a movie. Remember that song? It's, yeah, this is a plug, really. Juicy fruit paid me to yeah. <laughs> be here. Fruit Stripes Gum. Yeah. Yeah, that was my nickname. <laughs> down, down, juicy down fruit with the boys. Come uh, <laughs> and juicy fruit. I can't look you in the okay, eye when sorry. you do that. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That's all I've got. Okay, sorry. so he's Apologize. um he's found with that, um some gum, some cigarettes, some matches, a used ticket on a train that brought him into the city, which is Glenelg City, G L E N E L G, Glenelg. Glenelg. <laughs> Glenelg City. Too many G's. So there was a used ticket that Boy, brought him into to the Glenelg. city. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> from probably Adelaide City, which is somewhat important. Adelaide. We, we, they think that he came in from Adelaide. Okay. And um, then there was an unused bus ticket from that rail station to. Uh, like the beach in general, it was unused. So they don't, he they don't didn't know why use he missed the bus. It. He didn't use the bus ticket that would have taken him from the train station to the beach. Yeah. But he ended up on the beach anyways. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so that's all Ooh, they find on him. That he's, is mysterious. He's yeah. Why did he? Like it fucking sounds like a murder mystery. I'm suddenly wanting to light up my pipe and put on my yeah. uh my damn it. Yeah. I knew what the name of this hat was and I don't remember what it is. The hipster hat. I don't. Know. No, the Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah, the Sherlock. Maybe Holmes he hat. bought his train ticket and someone was like, Oh, did you just buy? Oh, they didn't have refunds back yeah. then. And so he was like. Yeah, you're going to the beach. And they're like, yeah, you want to just ride with us? Yeah, maybe. And he just like lit up. We got up a brand new them. Model T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you gotta, but you have to crank the engine. Sorry. The wife is like, you so have they, to crank the engine. Walter <laughs> likes to, to watch. It's like and Archie. she like holds her husband as you crank the engine. It's like Archie Andrews. <laughs> you're like, 
<laughs> trying as hard as you can. You're like sweating. Uh, and they're just like watching you with lustful eyes. And all for him to only just end up dying. Those were the those were the model. He t- died? Oh the, yeah. The model Sorry, T diaries. <laughs> the Model T Diaries. The Model T Diaries. You don't remember the Taxi Cab Diaries or whatever? <laughs> you don't remember that on HBO? Yes, I do. They would I have do. cameras and audio in a taxi cab, and people would just talk about, like, in I New think York. it was called Taxi Cab Confessions. Yeah, yes, that's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But more or less, it was just people getting in a cab talking about shit, and the yeah. cab driver was the only one in on it, really, you know? Which is kind of deceitful, but... You know, it's like Big Brother a little bit, if you think about it. This sounds like bang bus. They signed a waiver at the end of the whole deal, but... That's what I was just thinking, is having worked in reality, I'm like, you don't ask them beforehand, because they'll possibly not be as open if you warn them warn them they're going to be on camera. Right. So yeah. you're taking the completely bold assertion that um, they'll sign it afterwards. Which That's you know true. what it's 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 easier to ask forgiveness than to no it's easier to beg no not forgiveness. in this business and not in this you, you don't you it don't is, air though. it you don't air it without their waiver no for, no no get, I understand that I understand that the beg for forgiveness rather than asking for permission is you beg them you say hey we filmed you and you said some really awesome stuff we would really love you to to sign this thing for us versus hey before you sit in our cab we're gonna ask you all these questions will you sign this first well, people are yes. gonna be like no fuck that but if yeah. they've already been if they've already been filmed and they've already said their things they're going to be like oh man sure whatever and just sign it yeah exactly but i mean that would would you sign the waiver no you know this business (laughs) you know what's going on so you wouldn't sign a waiver if somebody like scared the shit out of you in an elevator or something and like pretended like we're gonna all right come here bitch you know and you're like oh my god people do shit like that it was a show for did you see that they made paris hilton think that she was going to die in a plane crash. That's they fucking up. filmed it. They That's pranked her. That's messed Where up. they had the airplane make fucked up noises and descend. And they had people like jumping off the airplane, like like fighting for their lives. And what? she was like freaking out. And like, and she's starting to like cry. And she's like so scared. And like everyone only speaks to like whatever these like Egyptian. I don't mean to sound ignorant, but I don't know what language it was. And so, I mean, they're all speaking something else. And she's like freaking out. And she's the only person who speaks English. She I've doesn't never know what seen anybody this. around her is saying. And then Nicole Richie pops out from behind the curtain. She's like, you've been punked, bitch. <laughs> but she's on an actual plane, though. Yeah. So that's the thing, though. She like, got onto a plane and they fucking That's some real scary shit. You it's could be so a prank. up. Like, you're it's still, beyond funny. Yeah. When you're in a plane, you're still, Sorry. you're still, uh, you know, the game's not over yet. Ah, it was just a joke. All of a sudden, the plane levels out, and everything's back to normal. But then you're still in the fucking sky. Yeah, yeah. and shit could go down. Well, she didn't know you're it was a prank until they calm. got to the ground. But, uh, um, if but, if yeah. it was a real pl- pl- uh, plane crash scenario, it would be a boy who cried wolf plane crash scenario. Yeah, and you I couldn't would never believe fly that second hand again. Like if there was a real like the second plane crash, if it was really happening, she probably wouldn't be as scared. She'd be like, Oh, yeah, Ashton, they're, they're getting me again. The whole way yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> calling Ashton to come out from the laboratory. Where's Demi? Where's Demi? <laughs> no, we did. We Not do stray. Anymore. We've That's been straying from from our macabre storylines. Oh yes. Uh, we keep go- okay. Let's get okay. back in because okay. I fucking love shit let's like review. this. I love okay. it. It's so good too. This is this is like my favorite case, and I've read like a lot of. <sighs> oh, this AC is gonna feel great. <laughs> my mom listens to <laughs> these shows. <laughs> I hope she doesn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm I hope your mom to this, listens please. to these shows. I, I, I hope you have a very awkward conversation in Vegas. Your mom, you and your mom, you're like day two there, and she's like, 
Joseph, I need to, I need to speak <laughs> yeah. to you about your. You were show. talking about I hope scissoring. You're not. You're not <laughs> seeing that girl who keeps talking about her <laughs> clip boner, are you? Clip boners. <laughs> clip boner is a real thing, isn't it? Yeah. No, dude. The woman's clitoris is like five inches long. What the fuck? Like beneath Whoa. the beneath the surface. I mean, it's so like a, I mean, like so so what you yeah so yeah, what, so like, what you see is like a few like like maybe a millimeter or something maybe a few millimeters or something. It's like a full on. It's like a I mean, it's a penis. I mean, it's like it is like an aroused long <laughs> thing. It's an inner penis, and it goes on for like five or six inches. And and the longer a woman lives, it grows over her lifespan. So Jesus. I mean, it gets bigger like the you know like the older she gets. So question is, is sex better down the road when it? You know what I mean? The more you um, mature in that, is it better or is it better when you're younger? You know, know what I mean? I don't That's know. the question. I'm always curious about sex because, you know, I know people that are just after it all the fucking time. And I know people who just, it's just not part of their world, you know? Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see how like certain, certain people, you know, are just, uh, yeah. you know. Their inner penis is growing, and, and the, the outer <laughs> penis is growing. Inner penis. The is inner that pe- your next single instead of Interstellar? Inner, inner penis hearts. Yeah. That'll be it. Inner penis hearts. Inner penis hearts. Uh, and what, we're back. What, what happened to this guy? Okay, like, this guy. It's out. so interesting. They found guys. him. It is. It is okay. truly interesting. Because it gets so much. There's so much more that I haven't see, even it's scratched spawning, on yet. It's spawning some amazing I conversation. I know. So anyway, it's so, so worth it. So it is good. It okay. Is, because then we get to come back to the story. We've got some fucking listeners here. Hold on. It's. Yeah. yeah let's do okay. it. Okay. All right, so let's just review because we we got a little sidetracked. They find this guy. They have like no form of ID on him. They have no idea what the fuck. Someone saw him supposedly what they think is now his last moment on this beach where he extended his right arm in the last spasm of death, (laughs) supposedly. Beer! Okay, sorry. (laughs) Right, yes. Kalima! Like your Indiana Jones, yeah. Okay, sorry. And there's there's a used ticket to the city of Glen. Right. Maddie, There's a used, used, train up, t- used train ticket, unused bus ticket. To too many unused G's. Bucket, uh, unused bucket, unused bus joint. ticket from um, the train station in Glenelg from there to what I, I believe is the beach area. From Adeline. Adelaide. Adelaide, Adelaide. was... Th- no, no, he Adelaide, came in from me. Adelaide to Glenelg. Right. Gotcha. He used that ticket. And okay. then he got to the train station, bought this bus ticket to get to this beach area but it was unused yeah this is what they find on him oh so now they have some investigating to do um but like literally no one knows who idea like no one knows who this guy is and they get to the autopsy and so this guy has like um the kind of like like i guess squished toes and cal and calves of someone who's like really athletic like a dancer or a runner he's in top physical condition okay i mean he's he's like yeah, he's like 30s or 40s. He's like kind of ginger haired to like blonde. He has gray around his temple, so they can kind of age him, but they don't really exactly know. And everything again, his body's in top physical condition, except his spleen is like three times as large he's as hot. usual. We get it. Yeah, his spleen. Yes, his spleen was like three times as large as usual. That's the only anomaly that they can find. Whoa. Anomaly. 
and um so he's like an athlete of some sort yeah so or someone who definitely was very physical and um he wasn't a manual laborer his or at least his hands had no sign of like being kind of manual he was a hand kind model. of guy yeah he was <laughs> he <lotioned>. so um <laughs> and um that's like the only weird thing they can find is that his spleen was like three times its normal size and they end up figuring okay it was a poison but we don't know what kind they have no idea what the fuck kind of poison it was so um, he didn't die from from like was he wet no he was just sitting there he was just sitting there and um <coughs> he just i mean he just died they don't know they they know they think that's like it's it's strongly likely basically concluded by now that it was a poison but no one knows what kind it was some sort of untraceable poison that um was either and that was enough to kill him but was so low that they couldn't detect it so in theory it, you know either he poisoned himself or someone else poisoned him but whoever did it was good knew their poisons well enough to, to know not, how to make it undetectable yeah but what was, about the train hot. ticket okay so that actually is not as okay so they think they basically know what happened with that so okay so it gets to be like january and this case has started to get some like actual like worldwide coverage actually by november 1953 there had been like 251 possible people that it could have been like literally all over the like Whoa. europe and like the and like america people had been like i think i know who this guy is there was like 251 possible people that they cleared like wow. that's how much how much coverage this like mystery got like it totally overtook that's the scene. crazy that's a lot of and, people um, when yeah. did it when did it occur in, in uh, 1948 december 1948. 1st 1948 so in five years him. they they acquired the names of 250 plus people and cleared them all they all turned out to not be him not be him they yeah. knew for a fact that that was not this gentleman. well they were alive for one usually oh okay okay and, um, but all from australia no from like the u.s like europe so probably nobody knew if this guy was from australia no or one knew anywhere. had any idea where this guy was from he had Whoa. no finger like they like they couldn't trace his fingerprints anywhere he had no id on him why couldn't no they one reported him because he didn't have fingerprints no he i mean he had fingerprints well but, who are these 250 some odd people like how did people get connected to this person if he didn't have anybody if he i don't know i guess they just thought he looked similar to someone that they knew interesting and um so and it was probably a photo that they saw in a newspaper somewhere yeah. which in 1948 through 53 it's weren't going to be hd photos from you know well like, no but i've seen in the newspapers no anyway. but they Facebook do pages. they do have photos of this guy which you can which i'll which, tweet which or are something. up on our website yeah they do have photos <laughs> of it and i feel like you could look at it and know for sure whether or not that was someone you knew personally <laughs> but i so anyway so then in january the um adelaide train station finds this brown suitcase this that is, was sorry january after this after this he was found december happened. 1st 1948 okay. okay so january 1949 comes around and they find a suitcase that was checked in november 30th 1948 so the so the day before oh. okay okay Which, so the day that this guy is still alive yeah so he checks in to the adelaide train station and um I mean, he has typical things. Like, the suitcase has, like, pajamas, like, a few changes of clothes, some shaving items. But then they also find um, some sort of, like, orange thread that was only found in the U.S. But they still don't know if that means he was from the U.S. They just know that that means he's got this thread he's from the U.S. the U.S. So what the fuck? Oh, oh. I mean, who okay. knows? And then also someone had... Someone had removed all of the ID tags from his clothes, which back then you had like 
you, I guess you had things that say, you had like identifiers, like to your clothing labels, whatever, where it was from, all of that stuff had been noticeably removed except for the tags that would have caused damage to the clothing if you had removed it. Interesting. Not much has come from that lead, but for some reason, no one wanted to damage the clothes. And then they find, yeah, like no one really knows why. So the theory about the unused bus ticket is that he got there and then wanted to go and use the city, the, the railways, um, like bath station, but it was closed. So he had to walk 30 minutes or so to the nearest public, like bathing, like bathing house. And that's why he missed the train. Oh. was because he had gone somewhere else to bathe. So wait a so minute. So it if, led them if to there nothing. Were still, if there were still identification tags on clothes that wasn't going to damage the clothing, or that were going to damage the clothing if they took it off, what it, did the ID say? It just didn't match him. They think that whoever left those ID tags on knew that they didn't match the guy, and that's why they, that's why they didn't worry about it. Almost kind of like a red herring. Like, you know, like, I mean... If they they looked up this this ID tag's name and it turned out to not be somebody that they not okay I see I see yeah. I see it, they it came just, up with a body somewhere yeah they did they did got it and then and then no one really no one really said that that name was missing for one sure so um so that was just another weird thing do you have theories about this your own personal I do um but because of things that have been turned up later in time so this suitcase doesn't later? really. Uh, a little soon. So the suitcase doesn't really turn up very much, except all I know is like, okay, so he's been to America, maybe, and um, or had something since. It helped, yeah, or it just it just helped them retrace his steps. So then, okay, so this is actually the most interesting part. They found buried in like this pocket, like in the like the depths of his like trousers somewhere, the secret pocket was a scrap of paper that says Taman should on it, which means in Persian it is finished. Oh. So they and it's like in text. And they end up tracing it back to this book called The Rubayat the Rubayat of Amar Kaham. I forgot how it was. I was I'm just gonna say the Rubayat because I forgot what the last name was. Okay. The so they trace it back to this book called The Rubayat. And, um, I guess they put out like a memo saying, does anyone know something about this book? And this guy says, oh, well, um, I parked my car at that beach some time ago (laughs) and, and, (laughs) and, um, and I found this book in the back of my car. I didn't put it there, but I left my car unlocked. So someone else might, might, must have put it there. I have, I have no idea how I got there. And it has that corner ripped off of it that says Taman should, and the microfibers from the paper match it completely. Whoa. So for sure, this this person had the book ripped off to Mon Should and ended up in the Somerton man's trousers and for whatever reason, placed it in the back of this guy's car. So, I mean, there's no way to know that if this guy who is the, the, the dead man at the seawall had the book. We just know that somebody had the book and somehow that page ended up in this guy's pocket, whether yes. it was his or not. Yeah. Whoa. That's the thing, too, about, like, even these old mysteries is there were no cell phones. There was no internet. There was so many more ways people could get away with murder. Yes. If, I mean, if this is a murder, if he was murdered, if he didn't just fucking buy something from somebody and get really fucked up and, you know, find his way to this shoreline, probably not. There's some shady shit going on. But that's the thing is, like... Things were different, and now you can't necessarily... 
I don't know. I always wonder with a lot of these shady deaths and stuff that become these folklore stories. I wonder what those people were doing. Like, what were they? What was their purpose? What were they fucking on a journey doing? You hmm. know? Yeah. Like, why did someone interject their journey? You know, that's always the stuff I'm, I get really curious about. Like, especially stories that are mysteries like that. It's like, why the fuck would it be so confusing other than someone creating and crafting a very confusing story that would be completely fucked? Because it seems like, especially at the times, as long as you just move all your chips around and make it real confusing, you're you're going to get away with it. Yeah. Because no one knows what to do with all the evidence. Right. You know? And so, I don't know. Like, nowadays, they could fucking, like, find every CCT or CCTV, you know, feed and try to trace, you know, what were the cameras doing with this guy, you know, around that time or They would be able to see. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of work your way back a little bit with technology, especially the dude having a cell phone in his pocket or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's just like, yeah, you can't have those kinds of mysteries without there being a little more connectedness and you have to be craftier now, you know, if that makes any sense. No, for sure. I mean, they put a lot of man hours, you know, into this. I mean, it went on for like so many years and, um, so they, they, so they find this book from this guy and, um, and the back is this code that is unbroken to this day. No one can understand what it, what it is. Um, for some reason, someone had written this like whole message and they, they just have no idea what it means, but they did find at one point this like phone number written in it. So they call it and trace it back to this woman who, um, wished to remain anonymous. So she just went by Justin, J E S T Y N. That's kind of a curious name for anonymous. I don't know. I know. What's the name you'd um, like, ma'am? Justin. Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Like like this, Justin. Yeah, like Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin. No, no, Justin. you're ruining it. It's the Arab. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's the Persian, <laughs> the Persian version of Justin Bieber. <laughs> Just, it's yeah. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Bieber though, not Bieber. So they um. Justin. So they go. Bieber. They go and find her, and they go to her house, and she's like, um. Well, yeah, I used to actually have a copy of that book, the 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 Rubaiyat, but I gave it to this guy, Alfred Boxel, who I uh, I think he was like maybe part of the military or something. Wow! And she was she was a nurse during World War II. So during this time, she gives this book to this other guy, Alfred Boxel, and they're like, at this point, the police are thinking like, oh, okay, so that's our dead guy. For like you know, yeah, that's, you know, that's it. It's close. They're popping bottles. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're on the ice. Good job, like gentlemen. a G six. Yeah, and so so they're so that's what they're thinking while she's telling them this, and they're like, okay, cool, so that solves it, and they're like, oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention they took a a plaster of the guy because so much time, you know, passes like you have to do something with this dead body, but they need to like keep some form of identification, right? So they made a plaster of him, hmm. and they show it to her, and she according to the investigators became like so like taken aback and shocked that she like almost fainted she was so like so like winded and she refused to she refused to look at it she turned away and wouldn't look at it and she was just so completely like but she refused she was like no i don't know who it is wow (laughs) and she was like she was like no i have no idea i i can't help you you know case closed whatever 
and um, they're like... She declared, case closed. Yeah, according to her. <laughs> she decided. Yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, thanks, I guess. Wow. And um, so they go, out. they go and yeah, she was like really put off by it. So they go and find this Alfred Boxel guy and he's like, I no, this is my, this is my copy of it right here. So it wasn't, you know, he had his copy. So then they're like, they definitely don't know what the fuck to do with that because if he hadn't have... You know, if this guy was dead, it would have been like, if Alfred Boxel was dead, it would have been like, oh, this is our 17 guy. But no, right. he's alive with his own copy of the case. So now where the fuck does that leave us Damn. with? Oh, and then also, at like, apparently a night before the Somerton man turned up dead, someone had knocked on, quote unquote, Justin's neighbor's door and was asking about her. Oh, Whoa. So I mean, she's got a connection to this guy that they just so can't there's something. Connect. I mean, there's, there's no, there's something there going on that yeah. was uh, they they got into something they shouldn't have got into apparently in, in yeah. Persia. So they found um, maybe there's a I, prince. I don't know what that Persian aspect is about. Prince Jake so Gyllenhaal. They, yeah, it could be Jake Gyllenhaal on a, on a carpet in Persia, <laughs> in his Persian rugs. So they find they so they look at um, Alfred Boxel's copy of the Rubaiyat, and in the in the front she had written. And let me just preface with this: with no one knows what the fuck it means. Someone had written <laughs> <laughs> in the front a lyric from the book, which was "Indeed, indeed, repentance oft before. I swore, but was I sober when I swore? And then and then came spring and rose in hand. My threadbare penitence a pieces tore." Whoa, read that again. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll listen to it again. Yeah, I'll do it one more time. Let's do it one more time for In, the listeners. Indeed, indeed, repentance oft before. I swore, but was I sober when I swore? And then and then came spring and rose in hand. My threadbare penitence a pieces tore. Yeah, man, that's some fucked up shit. That is like making promises you have no intention of keeping. That's exactly what that it's means. It's all about guilt and sorrow and wow. not living up to like stuff. The fingers yes. behind your yeah. back and, crossed. And also the Rubaiyat, apparently, it's like this long, I think it's like a long poem. Okay. And the whole message of the book is to live life fully and not regret it when when it ends. Okay. So that might, you know, mean something, I guess, to this Summerton guy. So as oh. it turns out, Alfred Boxel was a Soviet spy. <clears throat> oh. oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> and this 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 particular case. Well, as it turns him. out, <laughs> yeah. as it turns yeah. out, Adelaide, the city that the guy that the Summerton man got a bus ticket in from or a train ticket in from, was um, a spy headquarters for Australia. Yeah, and there had been a so a leak to the Soviets. Wow. Al uh, allied? So there was no. a leak. He was a part of something. A leak like to the Soviets. Is that a what leak you said? to the Soviets. Oh, I see. I see so I see, to, I see. to an enemy. To yeah. the Soviets yeah. were the enemy a during leak. World War Got II. It. Got it. There was a leak to them. So he was picked off. Um, I mean, supposedly, or was it a love triangle? Because. Uh -huh. dun, because. Dun, dun. Yeah. This Justin woman has since been identified. She's this dead now. Justin. This Justin. <laughs> she has since been identified as Jessica Thompson, and her children has have come forward. Like within the past like eight years, there was like a sixty minutes on it. Wow! Oh dang. They um, came forward and said, our mom was Jessica Thompson, and she told us that she knew who the Summerton guy was, but she lied to police, and she wasn't going to tell anybody who he was, but she knew. What was the point in that, them saying that, though? They want to know. Book deals. They, right. well, I mean. They, if they don't know, then there was no point in them saying that, was there? Well, 
they've they've come and said we've accepted that she was probably a soviet spy we think she was because huh. she knew russian she knew all these things that she really shouldn't have known as like this like nurse in australia yeah we think that she's a soviet spy and we think that um our brother might actually be the son of her and the summerton guy Interesting. because Whoa. um they knew that she had a son by a different guy and what's interesting is is there are photographs existing of the Summerton man's ears and there's like this like rare not a defect but just something that happens with like a certain shape of the ear yeah. that only occurs in like 1 to 2% of the population of Caucasian men and their brother just so happens to have that trait wow and um so they was it a love triangle was it a soviet thing was it both of them no one really knows, but we know someone came looking for her the night that he checked in to uh, to a Glenelg. We know someone came looking for Justin. We know that where was Justin at this point in? Well, in, she was in her own home, I guess. But someone but came looking Adelaide? for her. Yeah. Well, no, not Adelaide was a spy city Adelaide. that he supposedly came in from. <laughs> this happened in Glenelg. So yeah, yes, pro- supposedly slash probably, and they An think and they spy. think that he might have been poisoned by his cigarette. Did he do it to himself? Because Arsenic, right? Did he do it to himself because she was with Boxel, the guy that she gave the rubat oh, to? Oh shit! No one knows. Or did she? Did she kill him? God, why? no one really you know, knows. But we know that there's a connection there that she won't talk about. Wow! And I, that they were all probably spies. But do you think? <laughs> wow! But do you think this he's going to be in story. such a, a love story where he's like, I'm going to kill myself with a cigarette and <laughs> my love life is over. What was me? I'm going to smoke myself to death and then do one last reach for a beer. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> we get it. It's seem, all about yeah. It's all about the beer. No, but it I, just I'm with you. It, it does seem interesting. All it's about like about that beer. I feel like for someone to really take their life, especially like this, where there's so many mysteries wrapped around it. Right. It just kind of creates and crafts there being some sort of nefarious something behind it. Like someone else was involved with this. Like it wasn't just a one man situation, you know? What was the overall purpose? Like if they were spies or whatever, what were they doing? Like what was their job that caused them to you know, fucking everyone to just kind of cut this guy off and say, oh, you know, this dude, we don't know this guy, but you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? I don't know. That's interesting to me. This is great. It's a a head scratcher. It's, It's my favorite mystery. What do you think? This is your favorite one. Um, in terms of like unsolved mysteries, yeah, I like the Soldered Children mystery. In terms of aliens, I like the Wow mystery. But like, there's something about. Sorry, I know I just listed off all this. Listed off all this stuff. What's the I have wow a different. I have, I have different genres of mysteries. The What's, Wow mystery yeah. is a signal from space that they have not been able to recreate or trace or explain. They whoa. Okay, it's like the bloop. This is a picture. Have yeah, like heard, the bloop. You know yeah, the, the whale. The whale is? bloop in the ocean. Yeah. Oh whale. <laughs> Well, they think it might be connected to whales. Yeah, is the only like, theory like I've heard. Big ass motherfucking whales. Yeah. Like fucking. Have Just you like heard that. this? Have you heard this? We're gonna play the blue uh, right bloop. now. You should also play the the wow signal and I'll at least put up the picture of it. Okay. That's right. good. All right. What is the wow signal? Okay, the wow right signal. Right after this commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> no more. No more of that. The wow signal was uh, detected August 15th, 1977. 
It was from the Sagittarius constellation, and it's 72 seconds long, and you can listen to it on YouTube. We should. It play sounds this. like dial up. It we sounds play like it? Play this right now. Yeah, we're gonna should. play this right, right. now. We're we gonna we're up. gonna get in. You know, we'll we'll edit this part out of the show. Joe, look this up. Somebody just left all their guitar so, pedals on that, in the room. See, <laughs> see, that was fascinating for me because I'm, sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm, no, 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 it's okay, it's all right. I'm, I'm incredibly high right now. So actually, <laughs> listening to that with these good headphones on will be, will be fascinating for me later on. Yeah. So yeah, it was, that's um, trippy. It was 72 seconds long, and it was never heard from again. They tried to point it back in that direction, but they couldn't get it back. So it's called the wow signal because, and again, I, I can send you guys the photo. They, I guess, essentially like printed out a readout of like the like the hertz, I guess, and like the signal. The Everybody frequency walked and all by and was like, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, kind of like the like the guy who discovered it, um, Jerry R. Wow. Am <laughs> Ehem. He circled the like the anomaly, the anomaly. Yes. On the readout. And, and and wrote abnormality and wrote like wow next to it. Um, I guess he was just mind blown by it. The signal. And then he went back to playing World of Warcraft. Yes, yeah. yes. The signal is six e q u j a. No, c e. Oh God damn it! Maybe I'm drunk. Six e q u j s. And um, it's like that's like an intensity readout. So. The numbers like one through nine mean it was the intensity of one to nine point nine hertz, and if it's ten plus, it's letters. So U is the highest letter, which is pretty far in the alphabet. So it was like a strong signal, is what I'm getting at, because it Whoa. reached yeah. U levels. So it was picked up by the big ear Whoa, radar. So that or means satellite. that it was from far away. Yeah, I mean if it, it was, was such a strong signal. Yeah, I mean it was a significant thing, and it was picked up by the big ear satellite or something i guess what they were getting broadcast from where which is uh i don't know where it was i'm sorry okay. no it's fine and um it's not like a rotating thing yeah. it's like a fixed point and it scans as the earth moves and rotates okay which means if while you're if while big ear is rotating and if it's picking something up from another origin in space it's going to peak and then descend the intensity of the signal because it's getting closer and closer and closer, and then and it's then right aligned, and then, boom, it's gonna right descend, on and then it's going to descend, which okay. is essentially what this signal does. Yeah. Wow. Um, so they, um, I mean, they haven't so been able to could, recreate it. But they could pinpoint exactly where they picked it up. From the Sagittarius constellation. Right. But they just, they couldn't pick up the same signal from that same spot ever again. They couldn't get it back again. So then in 2012, the 30 year anniversary yeah. of the time when they picked up the Ooh, signal. Ooh, very, very recently. 35 year, I guess. Yeah, 2012. The Arecibo Observatory beamed out a response from... <laughs> so lame, kind of, but... It beamed out a response of 10,000 Twitter messages no. signaled toward signaled toward its this origin, and it was coded with, um, quote-unquote, a repeating sequence header, 
end quotes, that conveys that they intended to send this message to intelligent life forms. So they sent out all of these messages saying, we are trying to reach you. Whoa. So we, we sent wow. these out? We sent, we sent these out. out. The, Ar- the, the Arecibo Observatory. Do you, think it, do you think any of these intelligent beings out there will, will find it and be like, Why are you they sent tweets? it to us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. done with them. We're yes, done. We're yes. done. Twitter. We, we can't. Twitter. <laughs> they had really? to use Twitter. I don't, is unbelievable. I feel like there's a, I feel we like have there's a, a reason wall. that I just didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't investigate why they chose Twitter. There might have been a reason. I don't really know what. They probably crowd crowdsourced what Maybe. they should say to something like this, which is fine. It's it's you know what? It's not which going. Is it wasn't. It was intelligent people that were formulating this and putting this together. They're not going to put some duck faces and shit up there. Yeah. Well, no, but do what do you think? Like, do you think uh, when they receive the signal, do you think it's something that was directly pointed to us, or was it something that for whatever reason? We were able to pick up that signal at that exact moment oh. where it's just beaming out. Or do you think it was something directed at us specifically to be recorded? You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's know. a pretty big deal to like not know why you're receiving a signal. But then again, we're like using so many technologies where sometimes I wonder if any of it's like, like how accurate is all this shit? Like we, we hear these stories and we get these like videos. I just looked up a video and it's, I don't know, some dude could have legitimately looped his guitar pedals in a room. And I'm not saying that's what happened, but it is yeah. interesting where we're playing with our own electronics and then we get these signals that we can't duplicate. But is that something trying to communicate with us? And if so... Are they receiving, you know, our kinds of information, like this Twitter thing? Do you think they're receiving, like, what the fuck is this? They don't even get Twitter. They don't know what language we're using. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a possibility too. I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just found myself sitting here thinking, well, I feel like if they intended it for us, they would have beamed it in a way that we can. I feel like we would have been able to interpret it. Like, if it was meant for us, they would have done it in a way that we can interpret. But, I mean, that's just assuming that they even know, know that how. we exist. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's so I guess they some know, of our forefathers yeah. beamed that out 10,000 years ago. We forgot about it. And, you know what I mean? Because of time. Have yeah. you guys seen those, like, Renaissance paintings with, like, UFOs in the background? Yes. No. Yeah. It's yes. it's crazy. There's, there's, like, yes. there's, like, a Renaissance painting of, like, just, like, a woman, like, holding her baby being all Renaissance-y, I guess. <laughs> And, UFO lights. and the sky behind her is like a UFO. And like, if you really look for it, there are people in the background pointing towards it. Whoa. But it's not like a main focus of the portrait. It's just wow. if you're looking for it in the mountains behind her, there are That's these guys. Crazy. I'd yeah. like to see that. Yeah, I'm, I haven't really studied ancient I'm aliens and stuff because I don't really know how I feel about it, but that's interesting. I mean, that's, that stuff has been in everything, like all the religious paintings and stuff. There's stuff yeah. where you see people praying, and in the background, there's like this fucking yeah. alien ship, and it's like, that's yeah. a fucking ship. Well, I mean, and this old-ass painting. Who like, the fuck <laughs> are we to assume that they're, they've only been revealing themselves until now? Yeah, that's right. pretty ballsy for us to think that it hasn't been going on for and, and I don't think it'd be too weird to think even like even painters of the day, like they're painting Sorry. and being commissioned to do a piece of artwork and no one else is doing LSD, but they're artists. So they're choosing to t- take psychedelics and fucking and make paint. their work. Right. And who's to say they don't have these personal inner experiences where all of a sudden they incorporate that into their artwork. And maybe it never, ever happened. Maybe there was never any fucking UFOs that ever happened. It was just people that would like, they were inspired by each other. Hmm. 
taking psychedelics back in the day. Which, honestly, I do believe there's other life out there. I don't think we're the only ones. Here we are. You know, here we are. Yeah, it'd be pretty arrogantly. Yeah, Yeah, it's so cocky and ball. It is. It's crazy. But I honestly, I feel like I was going to say cocky and ballsy for sure. And I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to go down that road. But there's a piece of me that secretly like hopes, you know, with all this technology, something can read us. Like maybe, you know, it's weird to think like maybe there's something smarter than us. I think we always belittle ourselves as human beings and I don't really necessarily like that. I would like to think that maybe we are creating something like we're podcasting right now. We're create, we're talking about stuff. Are we purposefully pushing it out in the universe? No, but we're working through some form of digital media and that would be amazing if there was something out there that was able to pick those things up because yeah. man, if we do live in this universe, I imagine they other things are just like us in the universe. I just, imagine there are other other beings that would be interested in the same kind of things that we are interested in. They yeah. probably have like equally bad reality television. I don't know. I don't know. That I is think, true. I think only the humans are doing this. I, my roommate, Lauren, <laughs> she has a theory that the aliens totally know how to contact us. They figured it out a long time ago, but they like beamed into like our cable broadcast and saw like the dumb shit that we watched and they were like I no fuck this moving on to a different planet let's see what else is out there and he's like yeah well I mean I would guys too are dumb. Yeah. I would too well, it's it's funny it's like looking at it as are there beings looking at us or we're being are we being literally programmed to be this dumb because none of us here are that dumb like we see how fucking stupid humanity can be yeah. you know you can step away from things and go wow that is kind of fucked up if you really look at it but don't you feel like we're kind of raised in this thing to where, yes, if there's another intelligent being out there, but isn't it just as plausible some being has come to this planet to control humanity into a fucking stupor? Well, you know what I mean? Like people are like certain beings are just fucking living it up, living it up while the rest of the people sustain it through just doing their jobs and creating the technologies, building the bridges, building the buildings, you know, you got to have ants to build a fucking ant house ant ant hill, whatever. Yeah. The queen can't do shit. She's just, what is she going to do? Wander around until, you know, she reaches, she sees the bottom of a, a boot, you know? (laughs) <laughs> the side her little and, ant side yeah. wave yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that's adorable look at the little ant yeah um you're you know a lot about these things like these top these things these subjects we're talking about right now these murder mysteries Macabre. because i am fucking curious about shit like this i love hearing about it because it makes me think like anytime i hear a story like that i'm like okay what was this dude involved in and who killed him that's yeah. always my first thing because yeah. it's hard for me to imagine people just killing themselves Especially mm-hmm. if the dude reached out like he was, you know, doing his thing. Well, that that happens usually whenever with like muscle con- contractions and stuff. Whenever you're dying, if that's that's actually really indicated in indicative of a of a poison is that it was like and you know. It's like, like your it's, a, veins. it's a muscle thing. It is a spasm. I mean, it is literally not, the last, the last remnants of energy your body can muster to do something. Yeah, it's not so much as like oh, I need a beer, like oh, Justin, <laughs> or like whoever. I mean, it was it, that. That's usually actually common with like heart attacks. I think is. But do you think? Do you think he's consciously doing that though? You know, like. And uh, no, I mean, I think it was like a physical like reaction to the poison, which they do think now was probably on the cigarette but the police threw out all the evidence and they can't test anything like in the 50s it was all thrown out oh. so they can't 
Yeah, I mean, it, it is doomed to be an unsolved mystery. Forever. Which is what I love. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty undecided, I guess, or I, I try to remain undecided on big issues about, I guess, religion and such. Um, although, I mean, I don't. Ah, fuck. I take that back. Actually, it's I'm, a hairy forest. I'm. I'm an atheist when it comes to mass organized things. Mm-hmm. Although I do, I guess, um, kind of believe in the reincarnation of the soul because I feel like I've had really like profound experiences as like like a child of the universe and like as someone with like a soul who has experienced like often I think like cross dimensional things. Yeah. Um, so like this this traditional idea of heaven, I'm not sold on it, but yeah. like I, but to me, if my soul after I die goes on to something bigger and profound and ideal and perfect to me, I'm not really sure. On the one hand, I want to say that the idea, like he, like the ideal heaven to me would be knowing the answer to all these mysteries that bug me all the time. But then again, is it really? Because then it's no fun because like <laughs> yeah. Dom, Jeffrey Dahmer means nothing to me. Ted Bundy means nothing to me because it's all solved. Case closed. It doesn't, it you does like- nothing for me. What if you got up to heaven and you were greeted by a gentleman who walked out and he's like, hi, Pete Smith, I'm the Summerton man. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, the, I mean, you get all your answers. Okay, I mean, okay, heaven heaven is constantly reliving over and over that moment of realization, kind of like a continuous orgasm. I mean, cool. I, you know, that's the thing is I, I fucking love it. I think you should bring tons of the shit to the shows because okay. uh, these things get me curious. I get my, my mind twist, twist, racing Twist her bit. arm a little bit. Yeah, keep it going. Because I've got so many more for you, Joe. I, for I some love other it. time. I love it. I'm always curious about it because I feel like murder mysteries are, especially back in the day, where they remain a mystery. And like you see all these holes in the stories where you're like, why would they just throw all the evidence away? Yeah. That, I guess that was a standard back then. No, because it there wasn't fucking DNA. wasn't. No, <laughs> but you're there trying wasn't. to solve a crime. There wasn't DNA until OJ. That's true. So, I mean, like, what reason do they have to think that, like, oh, we might need these cigarettes to test yeah, for whatever the fuck? Or, you know, or maybe we need to keep him around, some the DNA symbols around to test him against Jessica Thompson's son to see if, you know, Jessica Thompson's son was, like, this love child. Well, like, all these, these technologies are, all these technologies are so freaking new. Like, even the uh, serial thing that everybody yeah. listened to. This guy was tried because of the sig- the cell phone signals yep. on these different towers, and that's Which just is still faulty. it was like one of the first cases of them trying this, and so it's just like man, okay, well if that could potentially Hasht- be flawed, hashtag Adnan did it. <laughs> oh no, Jay did it. Jay did it. did it. Jay did it. Here's the thing: all of these, like supposedly, he confessed to the police. There's, like, so many missing parts. Like, he was coached. In my opinion, he was... By who? By, by the Jay? By the, no, by the... Jay, Jay was poli- was coached by the police. There are missing parts of his to- testimony on Kate, like on tape, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But they have, like, the transcriptions so or whatever. But, like, no, they coached him. I Come on. they. Uh, it's so weird. Why did he fucking lie about the phone booth? You know? It's just... Uh, True. It's also too like God seeing damn the way it. he fucking lied about that phone booth. It ma- about that phone booth. It makes me so mad. I'm sure Maddie's. You just upset Maddie. Yeah, I'm she's, sorry, she's Maddie. up in Adams. She's Maddie, up in Adams. She's, she's Jay lied. She's an Adnan supporter. And I think maybe Jen had something to do with it. Hashtag Jay sure. did it. I mean, yeah. but that's the thing is like you, you listening to that story and hearing Jay talk about it and all these things. I don't know. I mean. Yes, I could see how Adnan was used as a tool for this radicalized murder Muslim 
kind of fucking dude, especially like seeing the following years of what has happened in our country. Like here we are on the eve of the greatest, you know, moment of our country's history. Yet we're in such crazy fucking shambles right now. Our country is in some major, it's true, major trouble. And people are trying to figure out what to do. And again, we always talk about this shit, but there's so much corruption and, it's it's almost like this Adnan story. You hear this dude tell his side of things, and I don't know. Like I don't know what happened, but as a listener, you kind of have to go off of how do you feel based on hearing him tell his story. It's like when I listen to Jay tell it, I'm not gonna lie. I could see him just not giving a shit about it after all these years. But at the same time, I could see that as a very well rehearsed person who knew at some point someone was gonna fucking. I mean, if you murder somebody and get away with it, at some point for your entire life, you have to be thinking, potentially, we're going to have to have a conversation about this because something's going to come up or you never know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's never in the bag if you are a murderer. You've got to have some sort of guilty conscience, right? I would think so. I don't know. That's just a thought I have. Well, I mean, I I think that's maybe why he didn't want to talk it's not fair i don't want to make that assumption because like there's a million reasons why you might not want to talk about a murder case in which you were the prime witness <laughs> yeah sure. i mean to be fair sure you might not want to relive it that much and if he was innocent and everything he said was 100 percent true he'd be a little traumatized too and might not want to like relive it and like give fuel to the fire yeah but i because i think he did it to me it's just like oh yeah well that's why he didn't want to talk about it do you think this will ever be resolved do you think it'll ever like this no. will progress itself in no. our current media the way I think people this will are go as one of the the great unsolved crimes well i mean you know what i don't want to say that because i would have said that about well actually I take, I take that i take that back i take that back i think i would have had what faith in the west memphis three the whole time because i think the evidence so clearly supports that someone else did it mm-hmm. whereas in this case there's no evidence literally either way whatsoever so yeah so actually i don't i know i'm gonna say no did you, did you see any of that shit on the you know dylan roof that uh mm, he yeah. just did that charleston shooting or alleged charleston mm-hmm. shooting yeah uh apparently this kid is a dude who died in england and his last name is like roofed or something roof like it's a different name but the kid looks the same as this other kid. Like they, like people put, you go down the rabbit holes, you see people's videos, but they legitimately took all these photos that people have been plastering all over the internet stories about this kid who did what he did apparently. And then they show this other news story of this kid who died in a car wreck in London or in England, whatever. And his name is spelled almost the same way. And you see articles when this Charleston thing happened, he was being reported with his name spelled as this other kid in England before it became Dylan Roof or whatever. It was being spelled as this other kid in this other country. Like they use that same name. And it's like, why would, why would they use that name in these reports? Why would they mistake someone, someone's name at all in any news report like Mm -hmm. this? It's very interesting. I don't know what that means, but... The picture's kind of... It's interesting. My response to that is, if we're so goddamn smart to, like, pull off, you know, a fake shooting or whatever, why not, like, change his name? I really don't get... If we're that smart and sophisticated to pull one over in the public this way, like, why the same name? Right. Unless, Unless maybe they did some sort of 
sleeper agent thing on him where they had to keep his name to keep some sort of sense of familiarity with him that they could control him with. I don't know. I'm not even saying I believe it because I, I'm not, I'm not sold on crisis actors. I'm not complete. I'm open-minded, but not completely sold about Charleston or Sandy Hook or anything else being just a distraction. Although, again, I remain open-minded. Mm-hmm. I just think it's cocky. For me, I don't feel comfortable landing on either side. Yeah, completely. That's um, the thing. Like even like the Sandy Hook, people are trying to find just simple answers about it, and they're like these anomalies that are so huge with protocol, the way all the other schools in this whole area behave that this one school just was completely an anomaly where they didn't follow the same protocol. They didn't report things. It's like this huge blackout with this one school. And then it was tore down immediately. Like the bodies weren't even removed until, I mean, it's just like, who does this? Like at what point is it this, you know what I mean? Like throughout history, people get shot up all the time and immediately you're fucking on the scene. People are on the scene to take people to the hospital, to take these bodies up just in case you can save somebody. I don't know. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you, you have situations like Sandy Hook and Charleston where it becomes this terrorist scene and all of a sudden nobody can come in and the bodies aren't going to be removed until it's a shady yeah. hidden removal. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's interesting now in the age of cell phones and people filming everything now, it's interesting to see how these murder mysteries, you know, remain. And it's almost like the last breed of these kinds of things where they're unsolved mysteries. But at the same time, are we crafting our own unsolved mysteries? Absolutely. It's really weird. I don't know. Like, what are people going to say in a hundred years from now about Sandy Hook? Will somebody fucking unleash just a trove of information where all of a sudden it's undeniable oh this is what happened it was covered up this many people believed it for this many years and all of a sudden the reality was it was just a fucking huge elaborate situation Mm. you know yeah it makes me think about that these unsolved mystery cases because remember that show unsolved mysteries with the dude (laughs) that show scared the shit out of me with the music (laughs) yeah for sure the sh- their show that freaked me out was, uh, what was it called? Fact or Fiction? It was some, like, really theatrically corny guy who, like, talked to the camera, like, <laughs> like this. And he faced it kind of, like, head on, where his, oh. like, eyebrows were all, like, hovering over his eyes. And he spoke. And there was, like, maybe, like, one, like, candelabra in the background and, like, some cobwebs or whatever. He, <laughs> it was, like, it was like he told, like, three spooky stories and one of them was true. That shit. I loved that shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Those were probably, I mean, they, I mean, it was probably faked as well. So you had to one. guess all the other ones. And then. Yeah. It, it was kind cool. of, like, it was kind of, like, I think they have, they have a, like, a version of it now that's just about any random story. I think it's called Urban Myths. And my neighbor was on it about some uh, bot flies that oh, like crawled damn. into his testicles. What? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> he had bot flies. We. This yeah, my neighbor. Testicle lady. Yeah, my <laughs> my neighbor. I didn't even know this about my neighbor. This is my neighbors back in Galveston. I didn't even know this about them until I'm just like sitting there, just like goofing off one day, like on the weekend, there's no school or anything and just like shitty televisions, like, you know, on in the background. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's my neighborhood. Oh, 
fuck dude that's my house like oh shit that's the johnstone's house and i'm like i what the fuck and i'm like looking around and my mom's just like and eh, because apparently she already knew the story oh, but like so i guess my neighbor he and i wouldn't say this if it hadn't already been on national television um so the johnstones i guess uh mr and mrs johnstone went down to i think it was puerto rico <laughs> And they, on like, on a romantic vacation, they come back and, like, his balls were just, like, really, like, inflamed and, like, itchy and then, like, they really hurt. <laughs> and no one knew what the matter was. And, like, he went, <laughs> he went to, like, I don't know why you're laughing, but I'm going with it. Because I said balls, I don't know. <laughs> inflamed balls. They were inflamed. I, like, <laughs> they were like engorged. <laughs> Elephantitis balls. Elephantitis okay. balls. Right. And so he went to like a few different doctors and they didn't really know what the matter was. And like one of them said, well, maybe he got crabs and his wife was all pissed off at him because she was like, well, I don't have crabs. So who'd you get crabs from? Yeah. So it was like a huge like conflict in the oh. household for like four months. And so his balls just keep getting like 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 they're like in so much pain and they just keep getting like more swollen and like itchy and like and no one knows what the matter with them and he goes to like all these different doctors and no one can tell him what's the matter and he finally went to this like one guy who i guess is performing like a testicular examination on him and he mentions like yeah like my wife and i went to like puerto rico and blah 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 and the doctor's like oh you did okay let me just see a little something. Yeah. <laughs> and as it turns out, so I guess they went and wanted to get, I guess Mr. and Mrs. Johnstone <sighs> wanted to get their, if I remember correctly, they wanted to get, get a little romantic get, time get busy. next to, next to a waterfall, which has like these kind of, I think like bot flies they were. So he had to kind of just, I guess, take a scalpel and just kind of see what was going on in there. And there was like oh, two Jesus. planted, <laughs> one of them, I think one of them was dead, but one of them was still growing. Like they were like the oh. eggs of like big bot flies uh, that were like growing in his like testicular no. sack. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. Yeah. That's I don't know why I felt the need to tell that, but I just because you guys have testicles, so I really wanted to just make you uh, feel uncomfortable. Allegedly, for like a good allegedly, but they're a uh, they're a delicacy, so they they cut them out and they <laughs> serve them up. They fried them up and had them for dinner. And uh, the bot yeah. flies, the, the bot, <laughs> the, the ball butt flies. Well, that was his last, like that was his final act of vengeance against them was cooking them up and. Eating, yes, them. exactly. Like Hannibal Where they Lecter. lived inside his ass, I guess. Yes, yeah. if you're gonna live in my balls, well, was replayed. He feasted upon his own sack, one would say. <laughs> Man. <laughs> there was a Craigslist guy who... Oh, no, that might be a different podcast. <laughs> there, uh, we can talk about cannibalism of the penis some other time. Oh. Enter the elf tree dot com or else I will find you, you, you.